0: Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Welcome to Three Peas in a Pod, episode 196. We made it. We did, but there's a caveat to that today. Oh, is there? Yes. So 196A? Okay. Mm, B. B, this is B. Okay. But nobody knows that. So what I'm... Well, wait a
1: minute. To what so, I'm
0: a somebody. I'm, well, you are <laughs> I somebody. Know. But they don't know I that. am somebody. <laughs> Whatever you say. Yeah. So what I'm referring to... You guys who are watching, listening, don't know, but we did film episode 196 a while ago, and we had some problems. Yes. Something happened. Something I don't understand in the world of computers.
1: Does anybody know what happened?
2: We know that the file is corrupt. That is all that we know. Uh, we, but we, are we, they ha- all corrupt, Nathan? <laughs> well, I don't know. Based on the question we are re-answering well, today, maybe say. it's all corrupt. Mm. Um. But... But I will say no. Since
1: we've been told it comes from our number one fan. Yes, oh, that this. is true. Yes. Now we
2: think we think we have solved the problem. We think we think it, we we know what the problem was. Because I
1: don't want to do this again. Well, it
0: may happen. It's not in my contract. C. I can no, we that. can do it in C. This would be one ninety. You'll
2: have to. You'll, I'll have to see that contract. <laughs> <laughs> I'll need to see it before we decide whether we are going to do it. I again.
0: shall produce it. There okay. was
2: a time where we had. Contracts. You will actually produce it. I, I used to. You out. just produce a contract <laughs> and then bring it, it to us
0: and make it say whatever I
2: want. That's right. This is what it said.
0: So we did. Answer this question on 196A, which is now corrupted and no longer usable. So we're going to answer it again because it's the world's longest question. It is a long one, but because we love our number one fan Chelsea so much, yeah, yes, she sent us this question. She told me uh, the other day. She said, "You know, I I would just like to start a
1: competition. We don't know Chelsea's the number one fan. We don't. We're but I would make that be open to people can win number one fandom. Well, Uh, what we would have to
0: do is come up with standards for what makes you." A number one, that's fan. true. Make me happy. Oh, exactly. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. All right, yeah. I no, don't no. Been working on that for a while. No, so Chelsea, your question for the second time, but this is the only first time you've heard it. We're gonna try, we and this should be clear we don't remember what we said the last time. No, it's been a couple weeks. Th- so you get a fresh take. It no. so maybe the second time will be better or worse, or but worse. you will never know. You never know. Question. What's your take on worldly entertainment? Music, TV shows, movies, books. It's all provocative and not at all godly. Many even downright evil and demonic. (laughs) Even the children's shows are evil and demonic. Do you think partaking in these things is sinful? It seems like every single thing I come across makes me feel convicted. I personally have stopped watching TV and listen only to gospel or country music. Not demonic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll, we'll comment on that later. And I have switched my book genre to strictly faith-based books, but I know that's a long shot for my kids since they attend school, they like TV shows and music that their friends show them. I certainly do not want to overly shelter them because I know how that turns out because I was a very rebellious teen for the same reasons. How do we do it? That's the question. How, how do we how do, we how do how it? How do we do it?
2: I'll say this. if you, If your final question of how do we do it?
1: That is the question.
2: If what you mean by it
1: is all of the previous paragraph. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: if what you mean is sheltering or how do I shelter my kids but not or, make them rebellious? Oh. Cuz that's what it sounds like the question is is yeah. how I want to well, protect
1: them. But I don't want them to be, become rebellious.
2: But I don't want them to become rebellious. Well, I
1: don't I don't think you can guarantee one or the other. You can shelter kids and they may never come, become rebellious. That's I true. can tell you people that were very sheltered sure. and are not rebellious. Yes. Yeah. But I can also tell you the opposite. Yes. And I can tell you people that were unsheltered and then went more you know What people yeah. would call rebellious. So, went, so what you're saying, Ed, is it don't matter. Evil is bound up in the heart of children. Oh, that's what he's saying.
2: Okay. I think that's from the Bible, something like that. Something like it, yeah. I think uh, I think if the question is how do we do that, I don't I don't even know how to address that because I don't even think that's a goal. Ah. Uh,
0: No. Oh, it's not. Which part is not a goal? Both.
2: Okay. (laughs) I I do
1: not think it is. I will say for my goal, and I don't I don't even remember if we got to this in the last one. I was when I was in active parenting uh, with little children. My goal was always preparation for what was to come, not sheltering from what I
2: thought might come. Yeah, okay, on the so. on the uh, not great parents podcast. Ooh. the way we say it is shameless plug. Yeah, our our job, and we've addressed this question. I don't remember what episode it was, but you can look through YouTube. <laughs> is
1: Chelsea phone. a fan of your podcast too? I don't
2: know. She, has, I don't. She, they, she may consider them all the same podcast because if you if you subscribe to our feed, you see everything. You see it all, so it'd be hard to distinguish often from many people. Gotcha. Uh, so, like, I do not consider French Friday. This is just a conversation for us. A separate. <laughs> podcast from the Holy Post. I agree with that. It all comes to me on the same feed. I'm just downloading them all. It's It's my favorite. So So, finish your thought. The way we say it on that one is uh, our job is not to protect our kids from information. That's what most of us think our job is. Our job is to prepare them for reality. Mm, That's what I think. And often, and we don't see it this way, protecting them from information Mm -hmm. is not protecting them. Because if I tell, so for example, if I never tell you, I've, I, when we had this happen in my home, uh, well, not in my home, in my neighbor's home, but my kids were involved. Uh, we have told our girls, guns are dangerous. Mm-hmm. You are to, st- if you see a gun, you are to get up, walk away from wherever you are, and you come find me. Now, and I've told them because gun- a gun improperly handled or properly handled will kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Correct. And so I've told them, you get up and leave. Now we have no guns in our home. Mm -hmm. We have no guns in our home. So I could protect them from the information that there are people who use guns to kill people. And there are children who die from accidentally using the firearm. And I feel like I'm protecting because I don't want them to know that stuff exists in the world. Mm -hmm. But then my girls were over in our neighbor's garage and they were playing with the neighbor kid and they're all doing stuff. And one of them opens up a box and there's a, there's a handgun in it. Mm. And, and the little girl picks up the handgun, and one of my girls comes, runs over and goes, so-and-so had a gun, mm. blah, 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 They come and get me. Me giving them the information was protecting them. Yeah. And there's this feeling as if, I don't want my kids to know uh, that, that there are people who get abused, that there are people, there are all these movies, I wanna protect them from this information. It is helpful to me as the parent to use information at age-appropriate levels. I yeah. do not go into everything. <laughs> yeah, My experience is most parents don't understand age-appropriate. Hmm. They think age-appropriate is when you're 18, I'll tell you everything you need to well, know.
1: I have found with parents through the years, and I do think the age on lots of things has gotten younger because of the way media is now. There's a lot of media of all in all forms, where exactly. it used to be, it was, you know, <laughs> at first it was just print, and then you had to worry about print and radio this is before my time then print radio and tv mm-hmm. and now it's all it's just everywhere it's in all forms all the time mm-hmm. and so i think that age has gotten younger but i i have noticed Parents, when they mean age-appropriate, they mean, generally mean when I feel I am ready to say it. Yes. Wow. <laughs> when, yes. when I am at an age mm. that I feel comfortable talking to this person about yes. it, which for some never arrives. No. Never, yes. ever arrives. It reminds me of the times around
0: here when we have tried to talk to young people uh, about sex. Right. And almost uh, always yes. we have parents who will come back and go, Well, my kid's not ready for that. And we know now that the average age a kid is exposed to pornography is nine yep. and it's going down. And going yes. down. And so anytime after that, the likelihood your kid's been exposed to it already is
2: very, very high. Well, that's and that's right. the average. And this, you know, so you know it's Well, even you have younger. an average,
1: you know it's younger. That's for, right. And, for many.
2: And so what I often, well, we, and I remember saying this on the uh, Not Great Parents podcast. You know, I have a little better chance than most parents of sheltering my kids because my kids are homeschooled. Mm. If your kids are in a public school environment, forget media.
1: Yeah, right.
2: And all of us know this. Most of the stuff... Well, the example I just used, it was another child who found a handgun. and You know what I mean? Like, that's... There's no way for all me to protect All the first them.
1: information I got about almost everything came like from their, kids at school. Me right. too. Well, me I don't too. mean just sex. I mean almost everything. all the information I got that my parents yes. did not want me to have... Yes. It all came
0: from other kids. I, I was always hearing words and concepts yep. in elementary school that I had no idea what they were. And
1: they would give me the concept that went with the word, and then later I'd find out, oh, they were wrong. That yeah. is not yeah. at all well, what of that course. means. Of and, course.
2: and you can't protect your kids from That's it because, right. once again, my kids are homeschooled. At church, they come home and tell me this kid drew a picture of this body part. Mm-hmm. What? I, and I knew it was a boy's body part, and I knew it was X, Y, and Z. And it happened in a classroom because you cannot protect your kids. And now, as soon as the teacher saw it, they were like, oh, my God, what's that? But here's the truth: Once a teacher comes over and goes, what is that? All the other kids go to that kid. What did you draw? What what that? Was that? What, what was that? What did you
0: draw? Show me how to do that. There <laughs>
2: is no way, unless it's going to be you and your children alone off on a compound, And then when they turn 18, it's still going to happen. And so I think the better option, my goal as a parent is I want to prepare my kids in such a way that I because once again, I can't make it happen regardless of what they choose about rebelling against me. I want them to understand what I, how I see the world based on. What I know about Jesus.
1: Yes. And so I try to tell them I think the appropriate thing for Christians to do with all kinds of things is to give information at age. And what I mean is age appropriate information about everything that the kid notices. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and it doesn't mean you have to tell everything you know. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> of course not. You tell enough for the kid to go, oh, okay, but everything you say should be completely accurate. Mm -hmm. It should not be trying to protect them from something. And then you give them more information as time. That's my opinion of how you handle all of
0: that. And the reason for that is because the moment your child catches you holding back or giving you misinformation, now you've become a person in their life that they can't fully trust. They cannot trust the information that comes from our And as I've said a million times, now you have lost relationship and relationship is everything as a parent.
2: Well, and I remember, and I remember Molly and I talking about this, I remember hearing about things from my friends, whether it be about sex or drugs or any of these things, and thinking in my head, oh, my generation invented
0: this.
2: (laughs) This thing, like my parents, there's no way my parents know about this. But then occasionally we would be watching movies or TV shows and that thing would come up, whatever Mm -hmm. it was. And it was normally my dad, but I'll say my mom did it too. One of them at some point would go, do you know what that is? <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, my
0: God. I'm praying to God you don't. <laughs> yes.
2: Well, and here's what I'll say. If you want to take the power, and so this gets back to the question. I know we walked a long way around mm-hmm. it. I have always in my home with my kids, there are things I do not. So I'll just say here's the rule that my wife and I use pretty regularly. We do not try to watch anything that is sexually explicit, especially for the purposes of evoking lust within a person. So, mm. what I mean is graphic sex scenes, mm. nudity, even certain movies that are like PG 13, that clearly this is supposed to make me want to engage in this ungodly sexual activity, right? Nice. But uh, all of my kids at this point, my kids, my youngest is seven, all of them understand the mechanics of sexuality. And so, things occasionally come up in movies where someone makes a joke. Or something happens. Or you see two people kiss and they they go to bed or whatever, right? But not like a graphic sex scene. And one of my kids will will say to me, or if they don't, I will have the conversation of, so what do you think about that? Mm -hmm. Do you think that's what God would want us to do? Why do you think people do that? Why would someone have sex with someone they just met? Well, I remember we were watching a a movie where someone picked someone up in a bar and they went home and had sex at a one-night stand kind of thing. And my girls go, why would you even do that? And I said, let's... That's great conversation. That's a great right. conversation yes. to so get out go, with a parent. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about why it is. If you want to take the power out of lust, let your dad talk to you about why one-night stands might be hot. <laughs> so anything, <laughs> anyone who ever wants to, you ain't interested in it at that point. It's not going to be a thing. But my girls are able to have conversations about this. They feel, like you said, they trust me. They know I'm going to tell an honest perspective. Mm. They know I'm going to tell a godly perspective. There are things obviously and it sounds like you uh Ch- Chelsea who sent this you feel convicted about certain of the things you're watching if that's the case then stop watching. Well yes. and
1: and there were things I'll say this and I don't I don't I don't know all of this about Chelsea in any way or shape or form. She said she was rebellious. I was also very rebellious. And there were things early in my Christian life I was so convicted by because right. of my past. Right. I couldn't listen to. There was a period of time where I stopped listening to anything but Christian music. There's a whole section of the 80s Mm. where I don't really know the pop music of the 80s -hmm. because I had just become a Christian and I couldn't listen to any of that without thinking about the music I had played that had been rock and pop music in a band and it brought back all of that. I gave up my instruments for a while to not even play because I couldn't think about it. Mm. But that hasn't remained my life. Right. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? So maybe stopped, for a period of time. I stopped time, playing guitar for a long time just to not have any of those thoughts. Mm-hmm. So
2: if the Holy Spirit is convicting you of this, and here's what I'd say, and I, I do this with lots. There are a lot of things in my life that other brothers and sisters in Christ who I respect and care about, they do, I feel convicted about it. Yep. I'm not even a hundred percent sure what I feel convicted of is from the Holy Spirit, but I go, this does not mean not engaging you with this would not be sinful to not engage. So I might as well if I'm and I think God honors my ability to look at something and go, you know what, I could engage with that. Maybe I have, you know, as Paul says, I have the freedom
0: yeah, it's very to, biblical.
2: to do it. But because I feel like maybe God is leading me not to, maybe I should Yeah. But there is a level, and I will I will say this, there is a level, and I'm not saying you intended this in the question. Some of the language though of the question has is very similar to the way I say things. I would not try to overly moralize or spiritualize your conviction. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is, is to refer to uh, everything is demonic. Mm-hmm. Therefore, anyone who participates in it mm-hmm. might be engaging in something demonic. That may not be the most helpful because it will. That does not. That I shouldn't say does not. It. It is very tempting to then become very critical and judgmental of other people when i'm firmly convinced anything that fits into this area well, there
1: are things that can have uh, demonic power for me and that i mean sure. what i mean by that is the i have because of previous experience given the tempter power over those things in my life yes. It doesn't mean they have any power over in, in your life.
2: Mm. So, for example, a movie a lot of parents may not let the kids watch. My girls and I were watching the movie Exorcism of Emily Rose the other day. This ah, is a this is ah, a movie ah, about demonic activity. Ah, it's made by a believer, and uh, it's a it's a based on a true story of a girl who, whether you believe it or not, the at least the case was about she said she was possessed. She died in the middle of the exorcism. They put the priest on trial because they said that he should have. Done X, Y, and Z instead of being this, whatever. It's a great movie. Just watch it at some point. Anyway, my girls and I are watching this, and the movie is about this young girl who gets possessed. And my girls start having questions with me about demonic stuff. And the way I said it to them is, I said, You know, we have the Holy Spirit who lives in us, and He protects us from this. But yes, there are real spirits involved in the world. And to the point that you just said is a little bit what I said to them I said, Everybody uh, engages with our spiritual enemy in different ways based on who they are and what they've been through. And the truth is if you've ever read a lot about people who are involved with um, uh, whether you call them exorcism or deliverance ministry or any of like that kind of stuff, they will often talk about points of trauma, points of mm-hmm. um, sin in your past, points of that are places that it's they crack open a little bit mm-hmm. for this. And so here's what I would say is there may be things like he said that when you feel it, you go, it feels a little bit, it's not just conviction. You feel dirty when you're watching, you feel bad, and you assume, oh, this is sinful for everyone. It may not be. It may be because of something in your life. This does not lead you to godly, um, you know, what what are all the things Paul says, right? Noble and true and uplifting and beauty. If it does not bring that out of you, I can see you choosing to say, this is not right for me. And there I have drawn lines, I'm sure you guys have, of things I don't watch that I know other people watch. Yep. And for me, they're not good. I've had a lot of issues with lust and pornography in my life. There's a lot of movies and TV shows I can't engage with because it just does not put me in a good place. And so, no, Or like
0: I, you said, it's designed to evoke that out of you. Right. right. You know, and that that's... <laughs> never mind. That, that, that's... For I, again, back to what you said. For me,
1: yeah, that's right. I've decided that that, that ain't that, happening. That's right. That's right. I don't want that to happen, so mm-hmm. I don't do it. Because
2: mm-hmm. I don't, as the Bible would say, I don't want to give the devil a foothold. Yep, that's right. I don't want to. Right. I don't want to leave a crack where this can happen. And well, I, I
1: fought those battles and lost, and now I've fought the battles and won, and I don't want to have to fight in mm-hmm. the same way anymore. Yeah, and that's, so that's the way it is for me. Mm-hmm.
2: And so for me, I would try to, as a parent, use media as an opportunity to have conversations with my kids. You know, from from my wife and I, because our kids are homeschooled, honestly, I didn't want them to get to middle school. Um, you know, even middle school ministry here and other kids start telling them things and they get to be the ones who interpret things for them. Yeah. But if your kids are going to school and other kids have that opportunity, I would want to be the one who helps interpret that. Well, it's that always
1: better them. when your kids have more information than the other kids. When the yes. other kid says something and your kid clearly goes, no man, that that is not what that body part's called.
2: Yes, or that's not. <laughs> that how, is not, not how, how that we work. talk about
1: people. That, that is not, not how, how, how that works. That is not the way that. Or even it. here's
2: a small one. I we watch a, a lot of movies. We were watching a movie. I can't remember what. Maybe Mean Girls or one of those where they showed a high school party and you know all the kids are. Some kids are going up to bedrooms and every kid's drinking and there's drugs and all these kind of things. And they said to me, "Is that what high school parties are like?" And I said, <laughs> "Maybe at some point in history, but I will tell you this," I said. That statistic is dropping through the floor. The amount of kids that are having regular promiscuous premarital sex in high school is dropping through the floor. And the benefit of that is when they watch a TV show, I don't want them to feel like, man, I'm weird because I'm not having sex. I'm weird because I'm not drinking in X, Y, and Z.
1: I will add, though, that it's now been dropping long enough that a part of the reason we know it's been dropping is because pornography is on the rise. Oh, sure, sure. And kids are replacing sex with other, and yes. they are both wrong. The, no, they, yeah, the, absolutely. Evil, the evil one absolutely. has taken that crack mm-hmm. <laughs> and used an opportunity yeah. to the point that now there's whole generations of people that they're struggling to have any kind of relationship at all with people because absolutely. they replaced mm-hmm. it. It's just one of those things we have to just be very careful about, that mm-hmm. uh, Yo, you, know, yeah. you talk about the whole thing. Yeah. You, As you said, media, in all its forms, should be used. And I'm not saying... I'm just saying you should talk about this stuff Mm -hmm. instead of drawing really hard lines that your kids will want to look behind the curtain. And I will
2: say, if this feels overwhelming, we do have, I guess, almost 100 episodes of... We had a podcast that's still available on our YouTube page, the Family Movie Night Podcast. The whole point of the podcast was me and a few other people. We would recommend movies that we were watching and talk to you Our main point was we wanted to help parents begin to learn the skills of how do I interpret what I'm watching for my kids. We would give you ways of talking about this movie or that movie. And if you want to go, well, how do I even begin, I would maybe go watch a couple of those episodes or listen to a couple of the episodes Mm -hmm. and then maybe try. Okay, well, well, we'll watch this movie. And I now have some handles of things I can talk about mm-hmm. because I do think it's helpful, and this is not to say you have to watch every movie or no, watch whatever. You don't have to watch any of it. No, if you. But the main point that I think we would want to say is you need to be having conversations with your kids. If your goal in parenting is I want to protect them from anything that could harm them or that they may do to harm themselves, I, I think that is a failed. Well, the
1: there's a there's a theological thing that I've always had, and I I think I taught this years ago and. But it's, it's firmly in me. That protection, you put protection around something that you believe is pure. Everything on the inside is clearly good. Sure. And if you can keep anything bad from getting to it, it'll be okay. Theologically, that's not true about a human being.
2: No. <laughs>
1: human beings are not, we aren't just pure and then somehow somebody else corrupts us. Yes. The corruption
2: is already within us. Yeah.
1: There, there is within us this spirit that I want to be in charge of and make my own decisions from the time we're just really little. You don't have to watch a child very long to know you can say no about anything and they want the answer to be yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the spirit of, so if I can't, if i if they're not pure already what i have to do is pre- i have to um, prepare them for the schemes of the evil one as right. a christian right. to help them battle what i know they're going to face i have more experience than they do about those things i, I can't i can't just protect them because the problem is there yeah. yeah i'm preparing them to deal with a problem that is there and we know the solution the solution is Jesus and the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us, the community of saints, the Bible that guides us, people around us to help us stay on the path and practice the way of Jesus from the time we're little. And you can avoid a lot of mistakes. I mean, I admire the fact, and I think this is largely true in in some ways that none of us are perfect, but my wife has avoided many, many, many of the mistakes that I made and that other people I know made because, She had a great church community around her and parents that loved her and made sure she was involved. They made mistakes like every other parents have made, but she did not have to go through some of the other trauma of people I know. And she's just walked a pretty good path her whole life long. I I know lots of people that have done that. And that's what I would prefer for my kids. Mm -hmm. That's what I did prefer for my kids. I just tried to say, how can I prepare them to walk that path by giving them the information I have. Mm -hmm. It was no different than when it came to, I know things about owning a home or managing finances or about uh, uh, how to change oil in a car that none of my sons had. I didn't want them to have to blow up a car Mm -hmm. before I taught them that. That's right. (laughs) I wanted to prepare them for it. Yeah. The way I've done that with my girls
0: is um, I've tried to, I've tried to be the place that they know they can come to right. when these issues come up. And and on the, on the other end of that, for me, always, um, I, this is hard, but not panicking when they do. Right. That's right. You know, yeah. they come, to, you know, or I find out that they've been exposed to something. That's and, right. if, and if my first reaction is, you can't watch that. You can't see that. you got to, no, 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 yes. don't ever, don't ever, and then freak out. Then it does that thing of it creates that curiosity. Mm-hmm. The curtain goes down. I always tried to be the, that non-anxious presence of, yeah. okay, let's talk about that. Yeah. That's right. What, how did that make you feel? What did, were you thinking at that? What? What did you hear? What did you see? Let's talk about that and then bring it down to, like you said, yes. to a more God-honored, Christ-centered kind of way of how do we approach it? How do we think about it? And this is how we do it. Um, we're diff-
2: Our family is different.
0: That's right. <laughs> you say that a lot. In, yes. And as a as a believer, I think you ought to. I think
2: you have to. And I think I think that's the other part of it that's difficult for parents when they watch movies. Is mm-hmm. I'm afraid my kids are going to get ideas. Yeah. I'm afraid, or they're going to see something. And like I was talking about with the party thing, I'm going to feel like, well, everyone does this, and I'm going to be weird if I don't. I regularly say to my kids and uh, I remember recently reading in a book where they were talking about the book about christians being foreigners in their Mm -hmm, country and it mm -hmm. said honestly because christians have had not recently but at the time this was written this was written in the late 80s christians up to that point had had so much public kind of sway in their life christians had kind of forgotten they were supposed to be other and different than the culture and he said you know but if you look at Jewish families, devout Jewish families, they regularly had to say, you know, it's okay for everyone else to go play baseball on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We don't because we're Jewish. That's right, that's right. And he said, we need to recapture that among people of, you know what, I I don't know, you know, because my kids are getting to the place where they watch and they go, so, so, so God doesn't like what those people are doing, but everyone else seems to be okay with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what, Maybe because they, they don't follow God, right. they can do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. You follow God, and he said that's not an acceptable that's way right. to behave. And, that, and yep. I want my kids to get used to that peculiar way of living, which is, oh, wow, this is a little uncomfortable that yep. other people live in different ways because how many people do we know or at least hear about but I know personally mm-hmm. who grew up in very kind of sheltered Christian environments or mm-hmm. everyone they knew was a Christian? Then they go to college and they go, you know, I was kind of taught anyone who didn't believe in God was an idiot mm-hmm. or they didn't have anything or anyone who was a Buddhist or a Muslim, they were bad people. And it turns out my roommate is a Muslim and they're one of the nicest people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Turns out every, and then they, now, which isn't, this part isn't true, but this is what they feel. Everything I was taught was a lie. Yeah. Well, no, that one thing you were taught wasn't true, but it's easy to toss it out. My parents said, if you have premarital sex, you know, your life is gonna get blown up. And then you meet a friend who doesn't, and you go, oh, they're doing all right.
0: Yeah. Now, right.
2: of course, we know, long run, that's not a great thing. But in the short term, your kid looks and goes, mm-hmm. what is this? And we go, look, our job is not to judge what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But we have agreed to live differently. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing for us to recapture.
0: And even if you see in all the media you're taking in, everybody doing it that way, it doesn't matter. If, even if that were true, if every yes. high schooler was yes. you know, going yeah. to parties, drinking... We are different. Yeah, yes. we we don't do that. We yes. put this up against the lens of the word of God and the, right. and the way of Jesus. That's right. And we live his way. And it doesn't matter what all the media tells you. That's right. And, and that's okay that they understand and see that. Yeah, I, in fact, I think, I think it's it, important. I do too. I think it makes it a stronger message as well.
1: And then to also add the thing that didn't get added for me often, which is and we don't have to condemn them. No. They, yes. They haven't agreed to live by this. That's right. We we have decided we want to follow Jesus, mm-hmm. and this is the way of Jesus.
0: Well, that's what we say on Sundays. We we are convinced this is the best way to do life. Right. That's right. You may not be convinced of that yet. Right. That's all right.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Okay. Maybe round two was better. Well, I
2: don't know. We'll see. I we don't know. Maybe because I don't remember round if one. If this
1: file corrupts, the we game, will know. Maybe Hello, that's Jones. a demon. Yeah, we'll just go, we'll just decide this is done. So
0: assuming this file does not get corrupted, hope y'all got some stuff out of that. And if you have more questions about this or something else, send it on our way. There's a link in the description. You can do it that way. Get in touch with us. We'll answer it as best as we can. Next week, when we come back, assuming this one goes out, we've got a question that lots of folks have about... Something Ed said in a message a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. It has caused quite the controversy. Well,
2: Relative wow. Relatively. Relatively speaking.
1: <laughs> Let me tease it out. <laughs> okay, you're, all right. You're, no you're, got you're, it. You gotta you're blow killing it. Up. People are dying to know. That's it.
2: provocative. Yes. Yes, provocative <laughs> is the word in the question. That is a provocative. Right.
0: So if you come back next week, we will deal with the controversy. <laughs> yes. dun, 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 a dun, massive dun. controversy. So come on back. Have a good week. See ya.